now we're in a transition a little bit. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 6-7 of the score. We, of course, broadcast live from the score Hyundai Studios. Brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. Want to thank them. Want to thank uh, Evan Thomas for getting us up and running and twitching and motivated in the morning. And uh, and thanks to all the people who called and texted and emailing. Most of all, thank you for listening on this Monday. Thanks to our executive producer. He is Mr. Dustin William William Rhodes. We're sick. We're you, sick. What did you think? Sick. Yeah. And uh, Brandon Fryer, thank you, buddy. Thanks for your contribution. I'm Lynn Bramer, your best friend in the whole world. And while you've heard all roads lead to Rome, some roads lead from Chicago. This is Chicago. Man, that's tough. That is Lynn Bramer. We lost Lynn yesterday. And, um, you know, it's funny, guys, we were talking about Lynn earlier and Mitch came in and talked a little about it. I don't know anyone that didn't have a positive experience with Lynn Bramer. I don't know anyone. I've never heard of anyone. Never heard a bad word said about him. Because there isn't one. Which is remarkable in this industry. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. A loving, like, beautiful human being. And... You know, Dan and I were talking a little bit about it when we were sitting there in our office for pre-show where I was under the false impression that things were better because he was here. Like that he had came back to work. Right. That he had kind of gotten better. And and apparently that wasn't the case. It was I want to be with the people and the audience because things are getting worse which makes it more sad, yeah. but you're right. I'm with you, Lawrence. I, I was under the same impression that maybe things were beginning to clear up a little bit when he came back. So you're kind of positive about it, but now you've kind of come to find out, yeah, it was just his way of uh, e- easing, dealing with it himself in his own way. Yeah, he 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 needed that. And yeah. He needed his the, the contact with his audience and the connection with his with his audience in in that regard and it's uh it was just an immensely sad time um uh those who had the uh, privilege of knowing him personally and professionally know that uh when if you felt he was your friend just because you heard him on the radio he was he was just as much your friend it was that that it was absolutely real and it's uh, I'm going to miss him tremendously. Mm. It goes back to the very, very first days on Belmont Avenue. Right. And I'm you know, getting, getting phone calls early in the morning. Hey, we're out of half and half. When you come in, can you bring me some half and half? I really, <laughs> really appreciate it. And just hanging out during commercial breaks and talking about the music. For... <sighs> that was, you know, um, that building was unbelievable. Just, mm-hmm. just that, all, that, of it. all that stuff. And then, you know, for um, us, we we were in NBC Tower when they moved in, and they were in the studio next to us, and you got to really know him and see him and deal with him on a morning-by-morning basis. And Lynn would go to a concert. He'd be out at night. He would come in in the morning. Half the time, he'd be trying to, like, catch a few Zs he never before slept. he started. He, he never slept. He, he, he put he put 140 years into, into the 68 years yeah. that he had on this earth. And I will say this. I've his What he was so amazing at doing as 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 a genuine aesthete the man saw beauty 
in so he could appreciate and see and feel beauty on this planet in music, in words, in poetry, in art, yeah. in in humanity, in sports. Yeah. His ability to see things that were beautiful, where he could slow down and 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 know it and feel it and appreciate it. When that's so hard and so much of it flies right by us and we end up luckily to be old people and we wonder, you know, what was all that? That dude savored, savored so much of life and so much of his personal relationships and always was present and knew it in the moment. And it's so difficult to do. And he was just so blessed with that, that ability to have an intellectual presence and curiosity and and depth all the time and it was it was inspirational the thing that and jason goff and i'm on i was going to be on jason's pod today but we were talking about lynn and we were talking about belmont and how how important it was for the score that we got the stamp of approval from the talent at xrt how sharing that building, like being XRT's loud little brother, and how all those people, especially Len, would visit with us or tell us, hey, you're on the right track, or this sounded great, or that was a really interesting segment that you did. And those are people that don't have to do that. You know, like XRT is a, a national and international brand when it comes to music and the interviews that that Lynn and Terry Kimmerd and yeah. the, Marty Leonard Marty yeah. Leonard's yeah. like all these people have done over the the last you know, 30 years you see them and you go oh my god like you're in the presence of so, of, of true radio giants but that was that would have required them him to be petty and i don't think that he ever was really capable no. of pettiness and so but you see people who aren't like that so that's almost like the that's more the rule than the exception right so people who would in that situation maybe not be as welcoming not be as warm but that was just who he who he was and yeah. i think the sincerity is what you're talking about he was always no matter what your status was no matter who you worked for or what you did lynn bramer was always going to make you feel like you know he had time for you and he was present in that moment and Dan's right too about the him living 140 years, um, because even when I'd be doing the nighttime show, like sometimes like I'd look up and Lynn's in the hallway, and I'm like, "Don't you need to go to bed? Like you're gonna be back here early in the morning." No, he might miss something fun. He might miss something fun, or yeah, I'm. You know what? I just want to go see a couple of innings of the Cubs game. I just want to have one beer. Over at Wrigley. Or, uh, or four. Or four. I just want to go talk to this person over at Wrigley Field or meet up with an old intern or whatever. Like, just such a wonderful, wonderful man, an incredible storyteller. And the, the audience knows that because of that connection that he had. But everything that he created that relationship with Mary Dixon mm -hmm. on the air and how they were able to connect with you as a listener. Yeah. 
incredible performer, beautiful human being. He uh, he showed up at the softball final. Yeah. Because, you know, he was our manager, right? So he he showed up, at, I, and I was, Shane and I, like, we have different, like, warm-up routines, and we had finished them, and we were walking over to the field together, and I said, Shane, we should we should probably call Lynn, right? Like, we should FaceTime Lynn. Like, he he's like, no, he he's right over there. And I was like, what? Like, and so we ran over to be with him, and after we lost, I – you know, I was so like apologetic and, and, and he's like, yeah, it is my fault. He's like, I shouldn't, you guys are rolling. I was like, no, it's our fault. Cause we're stupid. But we had such a great time with him. He would give these pregame speeches for each one of our softball games. And he'd pick a theme. There's one where he's doing like a scene from Hamlet. Like there's all this stuff. Like that's what I loved about him is that he could draw from oh, yeah. so many oh, different incredible. places. He did one where he's doing Hamlet. He did another where he did Animal House. That's, <laughs> That's the, it. the breadth and width of a Lynn Brand. I remember I, I remember running down the hall in Belmont. I was I was writing, I was doing evening updates and I wanted to do some some witty uh, uh, show-offy pedantic turn of phrase and and I think I put in like a a T.S. Eliot quote, and I'm like, wait, do I have this right? Do I have this right? And I'm thinking, wait a second, I saw Lynn. Lynn was here, and I, and I I'm like, Lynn, here's here's the story. Here's, and, he, and he and he thinks it over. And he says something. He goes, no, 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 no. You, you don't want to use the love song of J. Alfred Proofrock for that. You've got to. It's, it's got to be something from the wasteland, and not the first part of the wasteland. And it was like, here, hold it. it, it no, no, no. The, the line is this, is, and it goes, that's going to be way more appropriate for what you're trying to do. And I'm like, thank you. Like there's there was somebody in this building that I knew That's I could I could go to for something like that. Yeah, I, I I told David this story earlier. I don't know if I said it on the air, but I had this scotch thing going on. We were we were we had like a scotch tasting one morning back in the other building, and I'm like you know finish up and I'm walking back to go to this scotch thing and I'm talking to Lynn and he's like, "What are you doing now?" And I'm like, oh, "I got to go. We're doing like a tasting with." for scotch and he's like oh let's go <laughs> and so now it's lynn and i in this thing and like lynn is literally like he's holding up a glass and he's you know reciting a poem and he's i think he actually sang at some point we were drinking a lot of scotch you know and the scotch people were loving it and they brought out a bottle that they weren't going to share with us but they shared it with us and I had to go and sit down for about an hour and a half before I could attempt <laughs> to drive home. It's like 11 o'clock in the morning now, you know, and I'm like, oh, my God. It was unbelievable. He was unbelievable. The poems and the whole, I, I mean, just a wonderful person. Big loss. Big light. Great shining bright light. It's yeah. just horrible. To lose him is very well, difficult. We're going to spend some time uh, bringing back some sound of Lynn on these airwaves and Lynn on Lawrence's podcast. We're going to do that in, in the 11 o'clock hour after Anthony Heron. And we'll also obviously digest the weekend in football. There's a there's a lot, of, a lot to be said about current NFL broadcasting, too. I think that deserves its, its own Good. little segment. There's a lot going on there. A lot. A lot of opinions. Wow. Uh, Dan Hayes is going to tell us what the hell is going on with the Minnesota Twins. 
Because yeah. a, a, a serious Sox killer just got shipped out of the division. They did them a favor. Yeah. Hey. I, that's how I feel. But, I mean, this pitcher I, might be good enough to do, hard do to some find damage to him, too. hitters that have that kind of impact. I, I agree. Mully, before I let you out of here, I know that this is probably like the only time that you and I can talk about it. How great a match was that yesterday? I know that your guys ended up on the wrong side of uh, it. It was a good, you know, again, I am one-sided about it. It was kind of a horrible 90th minute end yeah. of the game, <laughs> and it ruined my day. Lawrence, Lawrence, but I'm glad you brought it up. And it wasn't mentioned. No. Well, Arsenal's my That's squad. Okay. Yeah. And, and I, know. I, I was well, on they, I was on yeah. the plane watching it and I was yeah. I was acting a clown because you're Those it was were such great goals. it right. Yeah. Like all of the goals Except were for these, the last one, which heck, I've never really I, hit I, my I, knees before to beg VAR to call off a goal, but that happened. The, the guy <laughs> finishes the goal and he's like this, I'm just going, wow. And so I'm on the plane like ah! and, and people are looking at me all weird and I'm like the, the, the yeah. match. It's it's Arsenal. No, it's Man they, United. Yeah, they, and... they they had a good game. They've got uh, they got a real inside track on it. United blew the whole season early in the year, probably. But they, don't they have City two more times? Yeah, I mean they're I'm just they're saying, all right it's not though. Over yet. Yeah, I, I thought Rashford was he was money yesterday. He's always money. He's a good player. But yeah, that was that was horrible, Lawrence. Thank so, you. So. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go. Have a great show, guys. So there's soccer talk. (laughs)